Now you may be seated. <laughs> As we go into that time this morning where we go to God's word to hear what he has to say through his apostle Paul. Paul writes this. Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come. But the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions, puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind, and not holding fast to the head, from whom the whole body, nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. If with Christ you died to the elemental spirits of the world, why, as if you were still alive in the world, do you submit to regulations? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, referring to things that all perish as they're used, according to human precepts and teachings. These have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion and aestheticism and severity to the body, but they are of no value and stopping the indulgence of the flesh. Now before I jump into the sermon this morning, I just want to thank you for the occasion uh, to be able to return here and to preach to you. And it's kind of an irony that, that I get to return, unlike most of my classmates, and actually preach to a congregation that I'm familiar with, that I knew having vicared here two years ago. And then I start by preaching on a sermon series on Colossians, which is a, Paul, a letter that Paul wrote to the one congregation that he didn't know. <laughs> but one of the things I think that's really cool about the letter to the Colossians is that Paul doesn't write to them and tell them that they've gone and messed everything up because they recognize that Christ should be the center. They just need to reorient reorient because there are so many false teachers out there and so many things that want to pull them away from Christ. They need to be called back to the center, to Christ, the substance. And so that's what I want to talk about today, is calling us away from the shadow things and towards the substance that only Christ can bring. And so you heard in the reading, some of the things that Paul lists. He talks about food, drink, new moons, Sabbaths. He talks about asceticism. He talks about worship of angels, which is probably just getting to the humility that you're so humble that you almost ascend to the, uh, to the level of an angel. He talks about going on in details about visions, about being puffed up with reason. All of these things that Paul talks about, all of these Shadow things are things that you can feel, are things that you can perceive with, with your five senses. And he says these are just shadows. Maybe they point to Christ and they, they're shadows that tell us that Christ is near. But the substance, the substance of our worship, the substance of everything that we hope in, the substance aren't the things that we do. They aren't the things that we perceive, but they're the things that God does. The substance is brought only by Christ. 
This message is so important for us this morning because we live our entire Christian lives on the border between the shadow things and the substance. Because the shadow things, the things that we perceive and feel, well, those are all around us, but the substance are the things of the kingdom of God. The things that Jesus brings to us, the things like forgiveness of sins, like reconciliation with God, the things like the new heavens and the new earth, the hope of eternal glory that we have. We live perceiving the shadow things and hoping for the substance that Christ brings. And when that kingdom of substance arrives, when Jesus returns and brings everything that we have hoped for, well, the things that we experience, the things that we feel when you walk out and walk through a field, those kinds of things will feel dull like a distant dream world compared to the reality of the substance that Jesus brings. So tempting for us to try to measure our faith on the shadow things. To try to measure the Christian life and, and talk about what the Christian walk is supposed to look like. I knew this guy in high school who, uh, he shared that he really struggled with this. In my high school, we would have chapel every Tuesday and Thursday, and occasionally they would take the risk of letting a senior give the message in chapel. And I remember this guy was one of those guys that I thought of when I thought of asceticism. He really, it was really important to him to feel his relationship with God. When, when he would feel that things were going well, everything was just clicking in his relationship with God. To him, the Christian life was something that he could measure in his own life. And I remember the message that he shared. Because when he stood up in front of our entire school, he shared how dry his spiritual life felt. He shared that that week leading up to that message, it was the most spiritually dry he had ever felt. And so what did he do? He went back to the things that he knew, the things that he could measure. He spent time paging through the scriptures until he could feel something again, reading scripture after scripture after scripture. And when nothing that he trusted in worked, he cried out to God and said, God, where are you? And realized that God was right there. You see, he had been focusing on shadow things. He had been focusing on the things that he could do to feel the presence of God rather than focusing and just clinging to the head, focusing on what God does for him. The substance that Christ brings. And when we cling to the head, well, just like Paul says, we are nourished. We are nourished not by what we do, but by what he does. We are nourished and we are knit together with the community of faith. We cling to the head. We cling to the head by coming to our Lord in the waters of baptism as he, not we, he adopts us into his family. We cling to the head 
when we seek Jesus in the places he promises to be found, when we hear his word and we hear about what Christ does, we cling to the head when we come to the Lord's Supper to receive the forgiveness of sins again and again and again. We cling to the head when we're vulnerable and we share our own vulnerabilities and we share the fact that if it all depended on us, if it depended on our measures, we would have fallen so short. We cling to the head when we share those things with other Christians and hear them remind us of the forgiveness that Christ has won for us. We're built up. And we're knit together when we cling to the head. Because through clinging to the head, Christ and him only, Christ alone brings substance. It's so easy for us to get lost in looking for substance in the things that we do. It's so easy for us to get lost in the external things. I think that... If you haven't said this or you haven't heard this said, I know that I have. We look at our world and we see this shadow world of perceptible things just kind of falling to pieces. And when we look at that, we say, man, if we could just get more people to come back to church, if it could be like the 1950s again and everybody would have their congregation and the biggest enemies we had were the Baptists down the road, then things would be better. But that's an external thing. Even showing up here to worship is an external thing. It's a shadow thing. And it, sure, it points us towards Christ. Sure, it helps us realize that the story isn't about us, but the story of Jesus is bigger. But it's a shadow thing because when Jesus returns, we won't spend time sitting in worship on a Sunday morning because our entire lives will be worshipped. We won't have to hear the word of God because the word of God will always be in our ears. It'll always be on our mouths and in our hearts. Coming here for worship is a good thing as long as it points us to Christ. But it's a shadow thing. Or maybe you haven't fallen into that. Maybe instead you, you look a little bit closer at us. And you look around this congregation and think, man, all of these people show up Sunday after Sunday. If only we could get them to put their wallet where their mouth is. If only we could, we could pull out the rolls of the church and see who's living the real faithful Christian life. Who's really making the sacrifices. But that's an external thing. That's not a measure of the Christian life. And, and it is good because it helps us recognize that everything that we own isn't really ours, but God's. But when Jesus returns with the new heavens and the new earth, there will be no more giving statements. Because the illusion that we ever actually owned anything will completely fall away. It's a shadow thing. Or maybe you recognize the, the financial differences that every congregation has, and, and you don't go that far, but you say, well, every single Christian has 24 hours every day and seven days a week. 
If, if we could just get our Christians who show up on Sundays and who give whatever they can, if we could get them to volunteer so many hours every week, then we would be able to change the community. Then we would be able to see who the real Christians are. But that's an external thing. It's an external thing. It's a shadow that's supposed to point us towards Christ. It's a shadow that's supposed to help us recognize that our lives aren't about ourselves and about serving other people for the sake of Christ. But it's just a shadow. The substance that Christ brings in the kingdom that comes will be that we will live our entire lives perfectly and without fail for him and for the people around us. Don't get lost measuring your Christian life by the shadow things. Because we were never meant to measure the Christian life by things that we do. Because the externals, the things that we perceive, the things that we do are shadows. And if we try to measure the Christian faith by those things, we fall into self-made worship. We fall into aestheticism. We fall into the things that Paul warns us about. And they have nothing, nothing to offer us in stopping the indulgence of the flesh unless we keep them in the shadows. Keep them in the shadows and keep them pointing us towards the substance which only Christ brings. You see, to fall into the temptation is to fall to the same temptation that Adam and Eve did in the garden. It's to not want to trust that we, to measure the Christian life by God's word and what God has done for us. It's to not trust in God's word and to want so desperately to reach out, to handle, to taste, and to touch. Just like Adam and Eve reaching for the fruit of knowledge of good and evil. They wanted to know. But we don't get to know by measuring shadow things. We get to know by measuring the perfect life of Christ. The perfect life of Christ who died for you so that you could be reconciled to the Father, so that he could deliver to you the substance of his kingdom. You see, if you want to know whether you fall in the Christian circles, ask yourself what you hope in at your wit's end. Ask yourself when you get the diagnosis that will tear your world to shreds. Ask yourself when you go to work and you, you kind of have to hide your face from your boss because of the way that that project went south and it had nothing to do. Ask yourself when you get home from work after a long day and you tell your son for the fourth time, clean your room and he disrespects you. What do you go to God and say in those situations? Do you go to him and say, God, what's going on? I've been showing up to church. I've been given 10%. I've been volunteering on the weekends. Or do you go to God in the moments when your own shadow world is falling to pieces and you ask Jesus, let your kingdom come? Because you know that even if your shadow world falls to pieces, you have a, a, a place in Jesus' kingdom. You have a place in a kingdom of substance. 
Because even when our world, the measurables of our world fall to pieces, we hope in the substance that Christ brings us. And we hold fast to the head because only he can bring us substance. In Jesus' name, amen.